Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Catherine Athens. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Today, we're going to continue on our in-depth journey through the chakras, what they mean, how they function, how we can get the most out of our... It's not just a study, but it's an exercise, an interaction. It's an interaction with your own energy field and energy sources. So remember, we talked about the first chakra last time. The first chakra is red. First chakra is at the back of your tailbone. And basically, it is a grounding chakra that goes down to those chakras. There are two chakras in your knees, down through several in your feet. And so one of the exercises that a naturopath gave to one of my clients was the the exercise I give, which is to take and hose down some dirt in the backyard, make it mud, and sit or stand and put your feet in the mud and breathe and just let that energy from Mother Earth come into those chakras in your feet. It's a fun thing to do, especially this weekend here in California. It is going to be extremely very hot. So if you do do this, make sure that you wear a sun hat. And of course, the doctors say sunscreen, but it's a fun thing to do. It reminds us of when we were kids making mud pies. So I absolutely uh, definitely recommend that you all do that but we're moving on we're moving on to the second chakra review which is orange which is your passion the second chakra is right below your belly button in your hara it is the center for creativity for women it's in the uterus but the uterus isn't just a place where you hold babies the uterus is actually a center of creativity. And of course, we haven't learned that and haven't learned how to get the most out of that. And perhaps uh, let me think about it. And then perhaps the next time I meet with you, we'll really work on that second chakra. So for now, understand that it must be balanced and in complete alignment with the first chakra. So let's take a deep breath together. Let's inhale and exhale. Let's do that again. Inhale and exhale. Just go down to that second chakra. Acknowledge it. If there is any kind of darkness on it, if it is not spinning for women should spin counterclockwise as you look out it should be going from up to your left down to your right this way if it's not stop ask it to change direction if there's any darkness on it we're going to ask for divine light to come in and dissolve that and we want your first and second chakra to be aligned to be harmonious 
to work together to bring up energy from the earth and then also to be creative in expressing that energy, whether you write or paint or cook or sew or play an instrument. All those things come really from the second chakra, as well as a great deal of anger. If you're angry, it's a very powerful chakra. Uh, in other times, people use that energy to attack other people. You can actually send that energy to uh, hit others, but we're not doing that today. And maybe not ever. But just to let you know, it's very powerful. So as we have that second chakra, we're coming up now down into your solar plexus. And there is the chakra of yellow. It is the third chakra. It is the third one of earthly means. It relates to having power. It relates to earth power power over others, control over others, but it also relates to intellectual ideas and it is a pale yellow, a pale yellow. Now let's take a look. We've gone from the first chakra to the second. If you put your hand on your solar plexus, I'd like you to put your hand and feel. Remember as we breathe, we're feeling the breath in the body. Feel that chakra as you inhale. Now, as you exhale, slowly feel that chakra spinning in the right direction, actually getting larger and smaller with your breath. Feel that chakra being in complete and total alignment with your second chakra. And just spend a little bit of time down there. I'm going to ask us to take another deep breath. Let's inhale. A hand on your solar plexus and exhale slowly. Just feel what you feel there. It's very important. This is also called the chakra of the inner child. It's very, very important chakra because... The balancing of the root chakra, the hara, and the solar plexus is vital to be able to feel grounded and connected to earth. And the first steps are being grounded and connected, balanced and harmonious before we can go up to the other steps, the other chakras. It's a very, very important and in this third chakra are all of these complexes we get, inferiority complex, unworthiness complex, uh, unstable complex. So we need to dissolve all of those. So in this meditation, I invite you to again come to the sun and ask the sun with that pale yellow light to come into your chakra through your chakra, then down through your chakras into your feet and into the sun. But I would like that sunlight to cleanse and purify anything that might be off balance inside. So again, we take a deep breath. 
and let it out slowly. Feel that solar plexus and feel the light from the sun coming in and warming you, harmonizing you, balancing you. And then I'd like you, as you breathe normally, but your hand's still on your solar plexus, I'd like you to go back to childhood and go to a wish, a wish that you had as a child, something wonderful. I know when I was a child, I always wished to be very, very happy. That was my wish. It wasn't to be as Bill Gates likes to, the richest man in the world, or to be the most beautiful woman, but to be very, very happy. So because we're here at this inner child chakra, take a moment, let's breathe again together and inhale and slowly exhale into the chakra, the sunlight into the chakra and take a moment with your hand on your solar plexus to remember what is your wish? What is your wish? So again, let's take a nice deep breath and inhale into the chakra and exhale and see that yellow chakra really spinning, receiving that sunlight, receiving energy, bringing energy into your body. These chakras are about feeling. They're about energy centers and they're energy centers into your energy body that sits around your physical body and brings energy into your physical body. Okay, so it's your etheric double. It is the place, it is the energy body that shows before the physical body if there's any disturbance, any illness, any upset, any unfinished thoughts or business. So we want to bring that energy in the etheric double to a place of harmony, of pulsation with the physical body and the first three chakras in harmony with each other and your etheric body and your physical body. We are made of layers of energy of electromagnetic energy, of sound, of color, of love. We're made of so many layers. And so our layers have to be in harmony with each other. And part of the chakra's job is to bring this harmony to these layers in the area where the chakra exists. So understand, please, that the body is always striving for homeostasis. Now, what does that mean? That doesn't mean a straight line, please. Remember that in the hospital, 
When someone has a straight line, what does it mean? It means they're dead. So never wish for a straight line. That's not what your life is about. It's about the line for the alpha wave, which when our brain is in alpha, there are wonderful hills and wonderful valleys that are smooth and consistent. And so as we go up and we go down, we learn different things and it keeps our body fresh. We renew our chakras, our etheric body, and we can talk in further sessions about the etheric body, the etheric double. This is something that began for me when I studied Charles Ledbetter and Anna Besant, and I recommend every one of you that wishes to study mysticism, wishes to study metaphysics, to begin there in the Theosophical Society. So I'll give you a little history, and then we're going to come up to the fourth chakra, the heart chakra, which is amazing because the heart chakra is the transmutive chakra. It is the chakra that opens you to the non-physical, to the softer energies, to the fact that there are different dimensions. I'm currently writing a new little book called Love I Am, and I talk about the fact that we are all filled with love, that love is what makes up your cells, what makes up the messenger cells, Love is in your electromagnetic pulses that make up your physical body. Love is what makes the universe. So when we come up to the heart, we're going to talk about something completely different that's non-physical, that's metaphysical, that's transmutative. So remember that. As a matter of fact, as I'm talking about it, can you feel that? For a moment, just if you put your hand on your heart and just let yourself feel your heart. What I like to do is when my hand is on my heart, I always say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, heart. The heart is the most powerful muscle in the body. It never stops beating. Can you imagine I mean, my leg muscles, when I run five or six miles, they want to stop functioning completely. (laughs) But the heart continues. It's amazing. And the heart is fed both physically and metaphysically. And that is the reason it is the gate, if you will, maybe the golden gate for all of us in San Francisco to the metaphysical worlds. And the metaphysical worlds are feeding you as well as the physical worlds. And they're doing that through your chakras and through your etheric double. So I started to say, I started this practice by reading actually Madame Blavatsky. She was the first person and she, her father worked up in the Himalayas and she meandered around And the various mystics in the Himalayas liked her. And they took her into the caves 
and started teaching her about the sacred symbols. Remember that in the Himalayas are the white sisterhood and the white brotherhood, and these beings of light actually help guide our earth so that we continue to flourish. They help us to not stay in the negative, to rise above the negative. They help us to be inspired. And so we are grateful to them. And if you would like a wonderful meditation, when we will talk about it when we come to the heart in a minute, where we're going to send out our heart love to the white sisterhood and brotherhood, those beings that are in the mountains of the Himalayas that are guiding the earth, that ask for nothing in return, that are completely made of goodness and bring goodness to our lives. Okay, so come back now. We're coming back to this Theosophical Society. Charles Ledbetter, well, actually, Alice Bailey. If you get the Alice Bailey books, they're very difficult to read. I got them because I was gung-ho, because whenever I learn something, I want to really learn it. Uh, but they're worth getting, and they're worth reading little by little. And then Charles Ledbetter was also a mystic, along with Annie Besant, who was a psychic artist, and they formulated the Theosophical Society, and they started talking about the chakras. So if you want what I think is the best book for all us Westerners on the chakras, it's the original book by Charles Ledbetter. You can order it uh, from anyone. I advise that everyone order from Books, Inc., which is an independently owned book chain that will give you custom service and they need your patronage. And the chakras in the book are actually what Annie Besant has seen because she can see into the body, she can see energy bodies, she can see thought forms, and she draws them. So hopefully this has piqued your interest. But I would start there. Because that's a lot, it's a lot to look at and get through, but it's wonderful work by people who were sincerely seeking truth. So many people take a class and set themselves up as they're now the new channeler, the new guru. They've done zero work on themselves and know they're not. These people spent their whole life, dedicated their whole lives to purifying themselves to knowing what light is, to knowing what the universe is, how it functions. And I trust the information in these books to be real and to be a good subfloor for your studies. So very, very important. Okay, so we have this yellow chakra. Just put your hand on there again. Has it changed at all? Has there been a different vibration? We're asking that this chakra be balanced, <clears throat> be spinning right, and be in complete and total alignment with your hara, with your root chakra, with your body, with your feet. 
And as we go up now into the heart, things change. The heart actually has two colors. It has pink, of course, because I love pink. And I love sending pink cotton candy for love because I like eating it. Something we're not supposed to do anymore. But green, green is the color of earth. The colors of green are very very varied on earth and they are the colors of potential of nourishment of new beginnings so the heart is an organ of new beginnings and it goes from the physical world to the metaphysical world and let's put our hand on our heart again and i just want you to imagine that there are all kinds of openings in the heart that take you to other dimensions, to other places, to things that are different. And our world is infinitely dimensional. And with each dimension comes gifts of energy and of higher love, of healing, of higher understanding. So I hope you all have your hand on your heart. Let's take a nice deep breath and inhale. Now slowly let it out and just feel your heart. Feel it opening. Feel it opening. It's different, isn't it? It's different. Your heart, you can even feel the chakra, even if you take your hands and just put both in front of your heart you can feel it even eight inches a foot away so one way to make your heart open even more is to bring love into your heart to send love out from your heart and i like to send it in pink so you can do just pink energy doesn't have to be pink cotton candy you know Although it's good if it is. Okay, so let's let's take a deep breath together. Let's inhale the pink energy and inhale it down through your heart. Put your hand on your heart. Now exhale and open your heart and send out that love to the universe. Imagine you're sending it through all the universe to the far corners of the galaxies to the beings that we don't normally think of, but are there and exist. Now let's do another breath, same thing, deep breath. Inhale pink, into your heart, and from your heart, exhale it out to all the universe, and just feel it. Can you feel it? Now one more breath, and this time we're going to send it out to all the dimensions of the universe. We're sending love. So deep breath in, pink in, energy in, and pink energy out. Out through your heart, through all the dimensions, saying hello, sending love to all beings of light. 
Can you feel the energy in your fingertips, in your hands? Can you feel that in your chest? This heart, your heart has grown larger, which means you can send out more love and you can receive more love. In my new book, Love I Am, cute little pink book, I say that love is not physical. Love is metaphysical. Love does not follow the physical rules of the universe. Because the more love you send, the more love you have. The more you are loving, the more loving is you. And if you give away love freely, then the more love comes to you freely. Isn't that interesting? Have you ever thought of that, that love is beyond the physical universe? Love is metaphysical. I like to think of love as magical because the more you love, the more love you have. The more love you give, the more love you have. The more love you send out, the more love comes back to you. And people respond. It's quite something. It's really, really something. Okay, so the heart. Now, notice how many people, and at least in the United States, have heart problems. Notice how many people have to have heart bypasses because there's a lot of sticky stuff in these heart arteries and heart veins where the blood doesn't get through very well and the oxygen doesn't get to the heart very well and the heart starts to die. Think about that. Think of the heart just like your favorite house plant. If you don't get it any light and you don't get it any water, what does it do? It starts to shrivel and die. So what are light and what are water for the heart? Pure love, just love. Love without any expectation of return. Love for the sake of loving. Love full of joy. And feed your heart. You can do this meditation in the morning when you're stressed. Do three breaths of inhaling the pink down through your head into your heart then exhaling through your heart this pink to everyone. Send it to everyone as far as you can imagine. And please, please, please let your imagine be active and fruitful to see and feel all of this. Now you know how much better you feel now that we've done this exercise. You can do it in the morning. It might take you two minutes to do, but if you do it properly, just let everything go except breathing in the pink, inhale, putting your hand on your heart, and as you exhale through your heart, exhaling pink out.
don't you feel different? I feel calmer now. I feel more harmonious with myself. Now you've heard the term that love heals. Have you ever wondered why that's so? Well, there are many, many reasons. So we'll talk about the heart energy being metaphysical, being the bridge, you know, to the higher energies, the higher places of understanding. And that bridge goes both ways, right? The Golden Gate Bridge goes up to Marin and comes back down to San Francisco, goes down from Marin to San Francisco, up and down. Well, the heart does too. The heart goes up and down. It goes multidimensionally, but we're just going to talk about up and down. So if you're feeling out of sorts or sick, inhale that pink, bring it into your heart, and then send that energy from your heart down through your chakras, down to your to your chakra, your yellow and your orange and your red, down through your feet. Let that energy balance. Let that energy cleanse. Let that energy harmonize. Because the heart is amazing. The heart is the center of understanding. And in other cultures, non-Western cultures, the word for heart, well, the word for mind is heart. Now, we say mind, we think our brain. But more and more as scientists are studying the brain, they don't see the brain as the uh, thing that begins anything. It sees the brain as the receptor and the interpreter. Uh, Many years ago, I was coming back from a conference with a very wonderful scientist, and she was saying... She was a scientist from Johns Hopkins, and she was saying they were proving that the actual information is in a cloud-like substance somewhere here, and that the brain is a receptor, so it receives the information. And remember, when you were born, you were first all heart. There was no brain. There was heart. And from the heart, the brain grew. From the heart, everything grew. So the heart then is in charge of all the organs, of all the energy fields from it. And it's not like it's a duty and, oh, my God, isn't this awful? I have to go around and be in charge. It's like, yippee, I feel love for all that has come from me. And I wish that all is well. So the heart grows bigger. Can you feel your heart bigger now from when we started? I bet you can. Because my heart feels a lot bigger. And the heart, it is the heart's great pleasure to bring harmony, to bring peace, to bring health, to bring love. The heart only loves It doesn't judge. When we judge, we cut off the heart from functioning. 
we cut off love from ourselves. So this wonderful green heart with the pink, you know, when I do healing sessions, oftentimes we send green light. We put the person in green light so that they have a new beginning, that their cells can regenerate in a healthy manner so their minds can think new thoughts of harmony and peace. So this whole interaction, this great bridge called the heart is in a sense magical because it is the foundation of love, of just love in our being. So I definitely would advise all of you to do this exercise with the heart which is to, let's do it together. Let's bring down the pink light down through the head and inhale. Bring that light down through the heart and exhale the heart, that light through the heart and out to everyone, to everything, to the wonderful galaxies beyond our galaxy to say, we send love to you. So when we begin again, our next session, we'll talk about the heart and then come up into, there's a four and a half chakra, which is the thymus gland. Do you remember when Johnny Weissmuller, I know there were other Tarzans, but he was, of course, the best. And he would hit his chest. Well, he'd hit the thymus gland which you can do to get more energy. And that's called the four and a half chakras. But notice he always did that when he was on a sacred mission to save the great Jane or other animals from harm. So I recommend you do the exercise of the heart in the morning and at night before you go to sleep and see if that doesn't make a great difference in your life. So this is Dr. Catherine Athens. Please call me if you have a question, 650-948-1796. That's 650-948-1796. Or email me at katherine at angelsisland.com. That's C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E at angels, A-N-G-E-L-S, island, I-S-L-A-N-D, all one word, Catherine at angelsisland.com. For now, I say goodbye with love and with heart and be well and stay with your heart and stay with love and watch how your life will change. Mm -hmm.